Good morning. Today I have Julianne with me. Hi, Julianne. Would you like to introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about yourself? Hi, Donna. Thanks for having me. Um, I'm Juliane Weber. That would be the proper German pronunciation. I was actually born in Germany, although I lived for most of my life in South Africa, which is why I speak English and German equally. And um, I'm actually a scientist by training, but I've become a novelist. And um, I live with my family in Germany these days with my husband and my two sons. And uh, when I'm not writing, I'm busy with parental duties and so on and so forth. So lots going on in my life. And uh, I'm working on the second book in my series at the moment with my first book available currently. And yes, learning a lot about the authoring and writing process and enjoying it very much so. Well, that's good, that helps. <laughs> uh, did you always know that you wanted to write? Uh, not really, I was not that typical person who grew up knowing I wanted to write a novel one day, that really just came quite um, a little bit later on in my life. And um, I never really thought about it until I was in my 20s and uh, I didn't have much of a plan when I was at school and ended up studying biology, which is my subject, and just sort of went year to year with whatever felt like the right choice at the time. And uh, I found myself doing a PhD in physiology. And uh, that obviously involved a lot of writing, writing up research articles and so on. And while I was doing that, I discovered that I really enjoyed writing so much so that I found that I preferred writing up the articles than doing the actual experiments, which is quite a rare thing for most scientists. <laughs> and uh, that's where I really found this passion for writing. and. Through this newfound passion, I fell into uh, a job as a medical writer and an editor. And so that's really where I learned my writing skills. And around that time, I discovered the Outlander books by Diana Gabaldon. And when I found out that she's a scientist turned novelist, that was the first time I thought, well, that sounds like a fun thing to do. <laughs> and uh, yeah, that's really the first time I ever thought about writing a book. And at that time, the only thing I knew was that I would write historical fiction. And... Um, just sort of simmered at the back of my head. I actually went to Germany and then suddenly writing a book. And um, it was obviously some sort of stress release or something like that, because it's obviously a stress thing to read to a new country. Um, and that's when I really started writing. Uh, sort of more or less fell into it. I ended up choosing, but I really loved the process. I love writing still. <laughs> And why historical fiction? Well, uh, that was always really, or for a long time, it was my favourite genre, um, which is quite funny because I really didn't like history at school at all. I it was terribly boring. Uh, but when I left school, I really enjoyed reading historical fiction. I enjoyed learning about uh, historical events and how people used to live and things like that. Um, and so it was sort of a natural thing for me to think about writing historical fiction when I thought of writing. And I also thought that it might than inventing an entire from start to finish because I wasn't sure if I had the imagination to do that um, and so I thought if I choose historical fiction there's stuff that I can research and I knew how to research things being a scientist so I thought that was a relatively safe bet for me to go in that direction. <laughs> and how did you find the difference right in non-fiction to fiction? Um, I found it a little bit more freeing actually because uh, non-fiction writing especially medical writing writing can be quite strict in its rules you only use these words and you have to use this format and so on and so forth um, which can be a little bit limited uh, where writing fiction i can just really write whatever came to mind and use whatever 
thought was necessary or what I wanted to. So I really enjoyed it. It was quite a freeing experience. Really, I had an idea and I would write a scene and nobody could say anything about it. <laughs> <laughs> and when you wrote the first book, did you know that it was going to be a series? I didn't know it immediately, but I realized that fairly early on in the process, uh, when I started writing, I realized, oh, well, I've got a lot that I want to say here. It's not all going to fit into one book. So, yeah, it's uh, fairly early on, I realized. And what's the most interesting thing you found out doing research so far? Um, well, my, my series is set in 19th century Ireland around the time of the Great Famine, um, which, if you're not aware, it was obviously a really horrid time in Irish history where millions of people starved, a million more um, emigrated, and it's really quite a horrible time in Irish history. And uh, I didn't know too much about it actually before I started reading, but I had always had the assumption that uh, Irish peasants were already starving before the famine even hit, but that was actually not true. So that was uh, something that was quite surprising that I found out, um, that even though the people were horribly, horribly poor and really lived in quite horrid conditions, they were actually being fairly fed uh, through all the potatoes they were eating. And it was only once the potato crop failed that uh, this mass starvation happened. Quite a surprising thing that I found out. So you're from South Africa, you live in Germany. So why did you write about Ireland? <laughs> Good question. <laughs> Uh, I really kind of felt into it uh, when I first started write, uh, thinking about writing a book. As I said, it was this sort of uh, hypothetical idea. One day I might write a book um, and I knew it would be historical fiction. And I kept waiting for some sort of inspiration to me as to what I might write about. You know, maybe I would dream something or I don't know. Um, but nothing really happened. And there was no particular time in history that I felt drawn to because, as I said, I didn't really enjoy history very much at school. Um, and so I just kept waiting for inspiration to come. I didn't. I eventually actually turned to Google and just looked at interesting times in history or something like that. And, um, and then obviously the big ones that would come up would be the world wars and that. And I thought immediately, oh, no, I, you know, I've never written a novel. I don't want to get into that. <laughs> and uh, so and then I came across the, the Irish famine and I thought, well, that would make an interesting setting because I quite like the idea of the 19th century. And I also really um, find Ireland attractive as a setting because of this beautiful green scenery that one associates with the country and also all the myths and legends, which I thought would be interesting to add to a novel. And uh, so, and then also it hasn't been written quite as much as uh, some other historical eras. And uh, so that's when I decided, okay, well, why not? And uh, yeah, that's how I ended up about Ireland in the 19th, 19th century. <laughs> Do you have a favourite character that you've written? Uh, well, one of my favourite characters was actually a sort of accidental addition, which is actually the my main character, Quinn. And when I'd first written the book, my husband uh, was one of my first readers, my test readers. And uh, I had sent my main character from England to Ireland without any sort of escort. And he was a well, uh, high-born gentleman. And my husband pointed out that someone like that probably wouldn't be traveling on his own. So then I said, okay, fine, we'll have a valid. And then I asked him, well, what should he be called? And he said, Rupert. And I said, okay, there we are. So then I introduced this character, Rupert, and I enjoy um, uh, having him in my book and uh, in the second book as well. And I've got some fun scenes that uh, sort of came out of nowhere. Yeah, quite enjoyed having him as an addition. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> Um, do you hide any secret jokes or messages in your books that only a few people would understand? 
Mm, not that I'm aware of. I don't think so. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> um, have you made lots of author friends since you started writing? Yes, I have actually. Uh, quite a lot on social media and it's been really great to meet uh, a lot of authors and to find that a lot of them are really very helpful and uh, very supportive and uh, it's quite a nice community uh, and people looking to offer new myself the opportunity to do blogs and to do interviews such as with yourself things like that so it's been quite nice to, to this community yeah and um have you had much feedback from readers so far i've had some feedback yeah some good feedback um both uh, with reviews uh post feedback from people who know me who, who read the book yeah so far it's been quite positive and uh it's at the same time quite a daunting thing and quite a nice thing to have people read your book and give you feedback because uh, of course it's such a personal thing having written it but so far the feedback feedback's been positive and so far my readers are enjoying the book so yeah it's, it's, it's quite inspiring to continue writing <laughs> and since you started writing what's been your highlight so far um well, I think just initially the first time the book was available and um, people could buy it and read it, I think that was just the first great moment where I said, wow, I actually created this and just holding my uh, physical copy of my book in my hands to say, wow, I wrote this entire thing you know, from scratch. And I think so far that's been highlight. <laughs> um, yeah, that's it. And what's your biggest dream? Uh, well, you know, I think there's the dream most authors have to make it big and have lots of people buy my book and love it. But uh, what I really hope is that people who read it, that they think about the book long after they've finished reading it, that the characters stay with them, that the book really moves them in some way. I think uh, those are the sorts of books that have stayed with me and have become my favorite books that I also sometimes read and reread and reread again. And uh, to have somebody enjoy my book to such an extent, I think that that is something that uh, I aspire to. Um, if you were able to spend a day with any author, dead or alive, who would you spend a day with? Oh, definitely Diana Gabaldon, uh, as you might have heard before. <laughs> Uh, yeah, she's it's been a huge inspiration for me because I think, as I said, having heard or found out that she's a scientist to a novelist, uh, that was such an inspiration for me to try the same thing. And I just really love her books as well. So I'd love to sit down with her and chat with her about her writing. And uh, yeah, that would be great. If you're able to travel to any period in history, either forward or back, where would you go? Oh, gosh. I'm not sure really, because in theory, it sounds quite nice to go back in time and see all these wonderful things. But practically speaking, <laughs> I'm quite happy that we are living in a, a time where we don't have to worry so much about uh, some of the things that people in days gone by had to worry about, you know, diseases and uh, poverty and all of these things. Not that these things don't happen anymore, but obviously uh, living in Western societies, um, some of that is very far removed from where we are. Um, but yeah, I mean, <laughs> 18th, 19th century sounds like a lot of fun to be in. Assuming you're of the upper classes, I think <laughs> that might be quite fun for a visit, but as long as I can come back. <laughs> oh, yeah, it'd just be a short visit just to see what's going on. <laughs> um, what do you like to do when you're not writing and working and being a mum? Uh, I really like playing volleyball. I've played for many years and uh, yeah, it's something I still do quite actively. And my husband also plays actively and the kids as well. So we're a 
quite a sporty family. So that's something I love. And obviously I also love reading. So, yeah. <laughs> and um, do you um, read just historical fiction or do you read anything? I read uh, various kinds of books. I read a lot of historical fiction, but I also like thrillers, crime thrillers, that sort of thing. Um, and if something else interesting falls into my lap, I might read it as well. I'm not a huge fan of science fiction or fantasy, but I have also read such books. So it just really depends. If I see a book that sounds quite interesting or somebody recommends it to me, I might give it a try, even if it's outside of my usual genre. And <laughs> uh, now you're an author. Do you get lots of people wanting you to read their books for them? A few, yes. Um, and... Uh, yeah, I've, I've read a few as well, and uh, yeah, if it sounds interesting again. So I, I'm not necessarily going to read everything and anything somebody asks me to read, but uh, yeah, if it sounds interesting, I'll give it a try, definitely, because I'd hope that I'd be able to give other people the same chance that I've been given by other authors. Are you looking at doing any um, author events uh, next year? I'd like to, although it is a little bit difficult for me, being in Germany, having written an English book, <laughs> So, uh, yes, but it is something that I would like to look into to see um, how I can get out there into English-speaking countries a little bit more. <laughs> but, yeah, it is something I'd love to do. Yeah. yeah have, have you ever been to any? No, unfortunately not. Just online sorts of things at the moment. I mean, it's all been virtual anyway, so not, not so far. You should go to one just as a reader. They're so much fun. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure, yeah. Um, if you were stranded on a desert island, what three things would you want with you? Gosh, a water bottle, <laughs> uh, my lip gloss, and a bar of chocolate, I'd say. <laughs> <laughs> so no writing, no reading, just totally chilling in the sun oh. with your water and chocolate. <laughs> Most of it all. Well, although, I mean, a desert island seems like quite a nice thing now that winter's coming. So <laughs> depends how long I'd be stranded, I suppose. <laughs> all things then definitely I'd also bring a book and my laptop to work. <laughs> um, so what are you working on at the moment and do you know what you're doing next? Uh, yes, I'm actually working on the second book of the series, of the Irish Fortune series. Um, so as I said, I sort of discovered as I was writing the first book that I was writing more than one book. Um, and the first book, which, which is called Under the Emerald Sky, it actually starts two years before the famine hits in Ireland. Um, so it starts in 1843. And it's sort of to set the scene. And uh, there's also some a bit of a love story in there and uh, various things going on, a bit of adventure and so on and so forth. And um, the second book, uh, that really uh, starts at the time when the famine starts. So then we're getting into the more serious content, although I'm trying to still balance that out with a lot of lighthearted content as well. I don't want the books to be too morose, which I was quite aware of when I started writing the, on this topic or in the setting. Um, yeah, so I'm working on the second book. I think I'm about halfway done, although it's difficult to say, because I don't write with an outline and having planned everything down to the minutest detail. But uh, yeah, I'm enjoying it a lot. And um, there will definitely be a third book after that, but I can't tell you more than that because I just don't plan it exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah fair enough. <laughs> <laughs>
Um, well, I can't think of any more questions for you unless you think there's anything that I haven't asked you about that you want to tell us. I don't know. I can show you my book, maybe. <laughs> ah, yes, definitely. So, Under the Emerald, historical fiction with a touch of romance and adventure. And, um, yeah, I think it's quite a fun read for a whole lot of different people. So, yeah. And where can people get it? Uh, at the moment, it's available on Amazon in paperback and e-format across and, all platforms and where can people find out more about you if they wish i've got a website juliana weber or julian weber.com <laughs> so and there's a whole lot of information about me and my books on there and i'm also on um, goodreads and i have an author page on amazon and uh, yeah various platforms like that as well as social media you can find me Fabulous. Well, thank you very much. Thank you very much for having me.